And good morning, afternoon, good evening, whatever time zone you're in. Uh, well, it's afternoon here in lovely New York. I'm Bill. I am Lawrence Patchman Lang. Danny Boy Reginald in the house, people. What's going on? And welcome to episode four of the Sports Insanity Podcast. Man, we've been doing this thing for a month already. Wow. And we still haven't gotten kicked off yet, so we're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe after this episode, we're getting kicked off finally. But we'll see how the day goes. Well, you never know. So, um, how you guys doing? We're all right. You know, it was, it was a fun week at work for me, you know, being a grocery store worker, but me, it's a Saturday and enjoying this day off and I get to spend with you two guys for a little while. So it's oh, going to be fun. We're on it. It's a beautiful day too. Gorgeous day after uh, afternoon thunderstorm delights in the area. Yeah. So uh, listen, if you guys are listening, if there's no thunderstorm, when you're done, get outside and do something. And remember folks, social distance. Yes, they, please. As they say, six feet. Six, six feet apart. You know, before we get down to business, I, I got a quick funny story. The other day I was out with my mom. I was doing something. I was waiting in the car. I saw like a bunch of like four or five boys between the ages of things like between 11 and 14. No social distancing. No mask. I feel like I wanted to be that cynical old grandpa type. Roll down the window and yell, six feet and put on a damn mask. You got to realize, young adults, some, some of them don't listen, but hey, if it's just a small group, it's a small group. The Utes. The Utes. The Utes of America, as they say. Oh, God, I'm sounding old. We are old, Bill. I'm 26 at the moment. 30's as my, coming. As my brother so eloquently tells me, he goes, tell me, in like college kid years, you're like 50. I always joke with my um, one friend. He, um, I'll go, uh, you're going to be 40 before I'm 30. So, haha to you. And, um, so, um, before we go on, Reg, would you like to explain to our um, audience why you're wearing a mask, just so you know? Yeah, for, for those of you that are uh, listening uh, to the podcast, I am wearing a mask. For those of you watching, it's very noticeable. Reason being, um, I'm in uh, Pennsylvania for the day, so I'm in my sister's house. Uh, I came from the very epicenter of this ever-changing situation. Um, so I, I just think that, uh, you know, it is a safety precaution just to keep the mask on because I don't want to possibly expose anyone to anything. So, you know, it's just, part of my duty to make sure that everyone's safe, including my sister and her family. Which is a, which is a smart idea. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, but if you have trouble hearing me, I apologize, but you know, uh, better be safe than sorry. Yes, better be okay. safe than sorry. So, oh, great. Um, so anyway, with that being said, we got a great show for you today, don't we guys? Right. Absolutely. We're talking about the, the plan to reopen baseball. We're talking about the court. We're talking about Deon. We're talking about DeAndre, the DeAndre Baker situation. Mm -hmm. And we're also ranking all our teams and their chances of winning a championship. Oh. So kind of once you look at about it, we kind of got a bit of a light load today, don't we, guys? It's a light load, but when I feel like we have a light load back in the radio days, we tend to spend a half hour 
on one subject. So it's going to be interesting, but yeah, time so, will probably fly by. And before I know it will be three o'clock and we'll have to wrap things up. Who knows how long we'll be here? Who knows? It's forever. I'm walking away. <laughs> well, you know, like anything better. You're, you're just going to see me slowly close my laptop and go away. <laughs> okay. So you know what? Why are we talking about what we got to do today? Why don't we just do it? Let's get to business. Let's rock and roll. Rock and roll. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun, guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Enjoy the show. Let's get to it. All right. So first, we're going to be talking about, ladies and gentlemen, we have a sign of hope during these dark times. As they say, glimmer of hope. We have a glimmer of hope. And that is the this past week, the MLB owners have voted to approve a plan to reopen. Applause! 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 I'm going to give it a subtle golf clap. God, why am I not getting, why is this not getting any applause? Because we're probably still far away. And, and I'm very not optimistic about this plan getting approved by the players. That's why I'm not very optimistic, but I mean, we can, we can still go ahead and speak of it because everyone's pretty interested in how MLB is going to, you know, do this reopening process. Yeah, I think they're going to try to start by having spring training like mid to late June. Mm-hmm. And then, as they say, 4th of July, kick, uh, kick things off. Isn't that a great way to, to, to celebrate our country's birthday by reopening America's pastime? I mean, as long as there is a Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, too, I'm, I'm in for it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I was, I was, no, I was coming up with something. There's a way they can have the hot dog eating contest. Zoom it. In New York? I, it, well, okay. Well, you can not say you have to have the audience there, but you, as, they, as they've been having the cornhole, like where it's in a hotel room, put it this way. You have the table. You put up those silly test barriers you had in high school where you couldn't go look over at your neighbor's cheat to cheat. Put mm-hmm. that barrier up, and then you can just have the camera on them. Like, you can watch them eat the hot dogs. Whatever is safe, I guess. You just gotta make sure they're following, you know, protocol. Which is as long as they follow too. And and um, yeah. So um, Reg, do you can you tell us the plan, Stan? So yeah, here's the plan for the that the owners, the baseball owners approved. Uh, that is uh, still up in the air with the players. Uh, again, my opinion is that they're not gonna accept it, but uh, in any case. 82-game regional schedule and universal DA. So what does that mean? That means that in 82-game schedule, regular season schedule, in which um, they keep the league, so the NL and AL will probably stay in, but they're only facing teams within their region, and they're facing the AL counterparts. So let's say the AL East and the NL East. Since they're in the same region, they're going to be facing each other. So it's just going to be those two divisions. Then the, the same thing with the central divisions and the same thing with the western divisions. So, and then that along with the universal DH and I, and that was because it's to protect the pitchers from, because they've been shut down for so long. Um, I think they're just trying to be fair to all the pitchers. You know, they don't want to put them in a situation where they have to bat and possibly injure themselves. 
know, it's bad enough that they missed so much of the season already because of the pandemic that um, they would put themselves in that position. So Universal DH Gold Cross, which I've been advocating for for years. Which so I think would be a good idea. So I, I'm glad that they're finally uh, putting that uh, in there. So along with the along with that is a 30-man active roster with a 20-player taxi squad. So in a sense, that's uh, so the active roster is going to be 30. But let's say you need to call up people. Um, minor league season is very much not going to happen. So you have 20 other players that you can call up if you need some help. So that's what's going on there. Uh, it's going to be a 50-50 revenue split. That's the thing that the players are really are not happy about because they already had to cut the salary for this season. Now they're expecting to share all the revenues with the with the owners, and that's not quite what they need. They want they're, they've been very much at uh, they've been pretty much saying they need the money because they play so many games. So you know, that they're very money hungry, these players. So um, I, I don't, that's the thing that's really separating them. But then the other one is the 14 team playoff. Um, so I'm assuming it's seven teams in each league and um, home cities will be play, will be hosting in October. So that's cool. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. So guys, what do we think of this plan? Definitely interesting, you know, 50-50 split revenue. Is definitely um, interesting because it doesn't favor the players that much. I know um, Blake Snell came out the other day, pitcher for Tampa Bay Rays, stating that he wouldn't come back for the money because he wants his full salary. So it's like a, a little bit of a shocker to hear some of the players lash out about it. But then again, is one season really going to affect you financially if you're a major and leaguer? Then, and that's my thing. I just don't understand – you know, if you are any type of millionaire or billionaire out there and you're complaining about money in a time where you're or the entire world is struggling financially, it's just absolutely insensitive to no, be I agree. to be to reject an offer to bring back your sporting event or any type of event just because you're not going to be able to make the money that you want. It's incredibly insensitive. Excuse me, the noise in the background. But it's All like, right. you, can't, you can't possibly be that money hungry in this time. I, I just think it's ridiculous that the players would ever want to put themselves in that spot where you're going to delay everything because you're not making the millions of dollars you're, it, I, I just can't believe that that's what's going to separate having baseball and not having baseball. I don't get it. I, I agree with you guys. Um, and do you think there are any players who are okay with this 50-50? Who knows? Because uh, you really haven't heard anything from the players suggesting, hey, I'm in favor of this. But, like, you, you've heard a few players lash out about saying they're not in favor of this, going back to the 50-50 split. Like, well, 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 well t- Tony Clark, who's, who is the leader of the union, you know, he's even said, like, you know, we're not going to agree to that. We're not going to agree to a 50-50 share. And so, 
you know, even though players aren't necessarily speaking out, at least the union is. And so, also, the, the ones I feel bad for are the minor league players. They're missing out on money right now. Okay. Okay. Like, how do you think, we go back to um, Blake Snell. Okay, he's not making the millions of dollars is this year. What about the minor league players? They're not making any money right now, it seems. Yeah. And, and because then, they're missing out. Like, you got yeah. right now, um, I think Triple uh, A, Double A, and Single A are supposed to be in season right now, along with the MLB, because the short season seasons don't start till the middle of June or early July. Yeah, I want to go off what um, Reg said, if that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. Reg, I 100% agree with you. I think they're being ridiculous. And listen, I'm usually a pro-union guy, but they're acting like a bunch of, and I really hate to say this, but they're acting like a bunch of spoiled brats. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. listen, I love baseball, but you know what? Listen, guys, there are people who are losing their freaking jobs out there. And the climate keeps going up every day. Who yeah. can't support their families. Yeah. I mean, I, I could okay, – go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. Who can't support their families. And, and like, listen, you're going to – you have to make less than more than millions you make every year, and you're – think you're – you could sit here and cry about it. And listen, we want baseball back. And, like, listen, I'm not saying, like, okay, dance, monkeys, dance. You have to play, you know. You have to listen to us. I'm not like saying that. I'm just saying all of us, we want baseball because we want a return to normalcy. Mm -hmm. We want a return to normalcy. Yeah. And and look, I I understand where they're coming from. Look, they have to, they are also going to be risking themselves, their lives. Yes. Out there and playing a sport that you don't really need to play. So you're asking them to do a lot. You're asking them, uh, to test, you know, all these things. And yeah, of course they're going to want something in return. But at the same time, it's just really not a good idea to have a dispute over money when, you know, Patchy even made a good point that the minor leaguers who make maybe no more than, what, 700K, maybe a little more, maybe a little less a year. It depends where you're it turns where you're in the farm system. Yeah, so, exactly. Sing, so, single A, triple A is a hell of a lot different. Uh, yeah. unless, you, unless you got a big signing bonus when you got drafted. Right. So, you know, you know, the, those players, they're not going to make that much this year because the teams are losing money. Also, minor league teams are losing money. Yeah. Minor league organizations as themselves are losing a bunch of money because you look, you look at certain city areas where minor league teams are, sometimes that's their revenue generator. And you know what? Here's what I would propose if the union votes it down. If it's going to help the union, if it's going to help the players' union sleep at night, I would say the owner should propose instead of 50 50, maybe 55 45 or 60 40. You're better off going, you're better off going 60 40 on that. 60 to the players, 40 okay, to the I, I was going to say 60 right off the bat, but I was trying to find the middle. Sorry about no, that, guys. 60 40 is the best option to go in the I would sim. say go 60 40. 60 40 in favor of the players. That's and, what and, I and, and revenue sharing is happening across all, a lot of leagues. NFL has revenue sharing, NBA has it too. So, you know, it's not really a new concept. So, again, I just don't understand why they're not going to adapt to this change just for this year when you know that there's going that things are going to be very different. You're not going to see a lot of fans at the ballpark starting off. You're not going to have any fans. Because, yeah, and because you, 
because look, you see it in South Korea. You know, they're not they're not letting anyone in, and their numbers are vastly going down. It's crazy. So you know, even though things are getting better, nothing is gonna change. They're still gonna have no fans, and that's not gonna bring in a lot of money. And teams are struggling right now. These teams are struggling across all leagues. And not just, you know, with the players. You also got to see with the um, arena workers, thankfully, a lot of the people are stepping in. And, you know, a lot of, like, for instance, with the NBA, Mark Cuban and them stepped in to give money to the NBA arena workers. Um, Bryce Harper had actually a few ideas about the MLB. Let's hear him. Okay, so I'll just give me a few minutes to read it. Yeah. He goes, just an idea I've been thinking about. East versus West, like NBA, July 31st days, I think so. I, I think he's saying start that, then go to August 31st days, September 30 days. So 135 games he's proposing. Mm. Off day every two weeks on a Monday and Sunday, doubleheader, seven inning games. 30 players, six-man rotation, save arms. If pitchers want this, if, if not, he says no big deal. DH and any other ideas are possible. Need to figure out if somebody gets hurt, what happens. Not sure who and where you call up from, et cetera. Here, here what he has for the playoffs. Two-week World Series, like Super Bowl week. Ten-team round, Robin format. College, War- College World Series kind of style at the New Texas Stadium. Three-game series. You win the series, you move on. You lose, you play the other loser in a one-game wild card. Winner of that moves on. Other team is out. Or you could play in Vegas, so you have the strip, hotels, and could use one hotel for all the guys and contain possibility. Two team left, seven-game World Series. They get two days off before the series. With those two days off, you do the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby. You do the MLB Awards as well at the time. Open this up on all platforms, no blackouts. Two-week World Series, like Super Bowl week. Then you bag up the season the next two years, May 1st, 2021, April 1st, 2020. He goes, I don't know, just some fun ideas. Maybe I'm crazy. I think he is crazy. Yeah, I agree. That's a lot. That is a lot. You're it's asking very to confusing. do that. Yeah, look, I would much rather have a very shortened season of the, at least of no more than 100 games. Because Listen, Bryce, if you're I know you have the good intentions, but it just sounds very convoluted. Yeah, that and like he wants to play 135 games, so you're going to risk pushing the baseball calendar back a little bit just so you can play your precious 135 games. You don't need 135 games. There have been shortened seasons before. You know, you don't. There have been leagues that have done that have done have shortened seasons. Baseball has had shortened seasons. So why is it that you need to have over 100 games? You don't need to play over 100 games. Another thing that struck me is to have a few days where you have double headers. That's crazy. No, you don't. I mean, I can understand just playing seven innings, but still, that's a long day. Double headers are a long day enough. You know, imagine having to do that multiple times a year, not because of rain out, but just because it's just on your schedule. Like, because you need to make sure you catch up to make sure you reach that, uh, reach the goal of playing all those games. Like, to me, it, it, it's just not, it's just, a, that's a lot to put on the players, and it's asking for a little too much. 
I right. guess, Patch, what do you think? Well, it, it's interesting. Like, I kind of like the all-star format thing, you know, okay. Yeah, let's the all-star game, all-star game after, after the season? That's after the season, because, hypoth- okay, we'll, we'll go hypothetical here. You throw, we'll throw Bryce Harp in there. He's playing right field. He goes to field the ball. He trips. He's injured. What happens? He's out for the season. Let's say the Phillies are in contention. It's just like having the Pro Bowl at the end of the year. You're better off having it at the end of the season. Do it in, in, in between. In between, Gap, you give the teams a week ready to get ready for the World Series, and you do like what the NFL does. Okay, you have the conference championships, next week's Pro Bowl, next week's Super Bowl. So you do that. Okay. You your, that's not a terrible idea. Have the AO and NLCS championships play out. Okay, next week we're going to have the All-Star Game, Home Run Derby. Because then the home run derby can open up even more. Let you could have more people in the home run derby. You can have the soft, the, the celebrity softball game, like, like they do. But I, let's let's try try it for a year. It's an, it's an interesting concept having all the all star events happening yes. in either in between the playoffs or dur- after the season. Like it's certainly um, an interesting idea um, because you know. Even though you know baseball is a summer sport for the most part, and a lot of those all-star events take place during the summer, you know at least it does open up a little bit. It allows more people to get involved, since you know they're not resting to play the next week um, for to continue the season. You know a lot of players are going to be rested enough, you know, because they're not participating in it. The only people that actually miss out, if anything, are the players that are playing for the World Series. Because, right. you know, but again, that's not really a huge deal. You know, you can always get replaced. You can always have reserves replaced. Yeah, always, you always have the reserves. Yeah. So that's an interesting idea. That's probably the only thing that I would like from it. Otherwise, I think, you know, whatever Bryce is offering, it's just, you know, while I understand he has good intentions and he really wants – people to get a lot out of the season. It's just really not that realistic. Because then not only are you, do you have to play all those games, but you have to make sure that there's testing, testing, testing. That's what's that's another thing that's separating is testing. It's a big thing. Great. Yeah, because you've got to test everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, you've got to also be concerned on this level about, you know, the health of the players, the health of their families when they go right. home. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be, this is not going to be easy to reopen. It's not going to be easy to reopen. And, and as we're seeing right now, definitely not easy to agree to. You know what? I know I'm saying this now. I should say this at the end of the show. But you know what? Here's going to be our Twitter poll slash Facebook poll. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Should MLB do this plan, or should they just, or should they just wait till next year? That's going to be the poll. What do you guys think? I'm well, still in favor. I'm still in favor of them axing the season. Axing, just, just ax it completely, and start fresh in the in the fall, or ne- or or beginning of January when pitchers and catchers got to re-report. But you would uh-huh. not be complaining if they start baseball this again. I, I wouldn't complain if they had base if they had baseball this year. But to me, it they're better off saying, "Hey, no baseball this year." Is it really gonna? 
break it, it's going to break our hearts that there's no baseball for the summer. It'll be a bummer. Most people will be upset, but I think for the safety of everything as a whole, wait till 2021. I agree. There's a, there's, a, there's just too much. There's too much here that you're asking for for pretty much everyone. You know, look, a lost season's going to have a big, big impact financially. Um, you know, viewership wise, you know, maybe people might turn away from baseball because let's say football comes back in, and they take pretty much every everything of that. You know, so that might happen, but and of course, you know, a lot of people aren't are going to be furious with the players' association because they're failing to at least talk to the owners and come to a compromise. But you know, I'm with I'm actually with Patrick on this one. You know, to be honest with you, it's just too much right now to start anything, and the fact that you're that you're still in disagreement with how to start the season. That's what, that's how pretty much what it shows. That's, it just goes to show you, this is how it is. This is, it's not easy to reopen. So knowing that it's not easy to reopen everything, to start the season, you know, it's probably better off that you start off fresh in 2021, where you can pretty, where the transition's gonna be much easier because you know, season's gonna start March 31st or April something. Right? Yep. It's going to run through October. There's no, not going to be any stoppage or anything. You know, so, yeah, I honestly think right now it's just too much to ask for. And, you. you know, you have to start off fresh. And as much as a baseball fan, baseball is not my number. It's my number one sport. It's my favorite sport. It's hard to tell, say this, but mm-hmm. – that's how it's gonna have to be. It's just gonna have to be no baseball. Listen, um, please don't laugh at me, but I'm kind of undecided on this one. Um, mm-hmm. It's we can be honest. This is kind of a tricky situation. Um, listen, like I think again, I, I'll say this again: the the players' union are being a bunch of spoiled brats. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, if it's really gonna again, you should just. It should be the owners of the players union to just say, okay, you know what? Here's what we'll do. 60-40, take it or leave it. We players players get 60, owners get 40. The, the fact that money is involved is what's crazy. It's crazy. It's disgusting. It's and you insane. know what? And you know what? If it and like listen, if and like listen, you know what? And you guys are right. If it comes to that and say, you know what, maybe we should just wait until next year because it's July. And like listen, if baseball comes back, I'll be thrilled. I will be beyond thrilled. Things will probably go through the roof. I'm not going to a game, but I'll be thrilled too, just to watch well, on TV. Not have fans either, so <laughs> that solves that problem. Um yeah. but yeah, but because I'm um, listen, I don't know if you guys watched um Governor Cuomo's press conference this morning. They were actually asked about this about baseball. He was actually asked about this, and he said, "Hey, people would need something to watch when they're staying home." Because right now in New York, you know, we're ex- we're extended through June 13th. 
Well, at least, well, until uh, that point, we, we, they, there's still possibility that regions can reopen if they meet yes. certain but, criteria. Yeah. They, 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 they got to meet the seven-step criteria, and Hudson Valley is, uh, I think, at five of seven, but don't hold me to it. Yeah, last I checked, it was five out of seven. For those of you who are outside of Europe, we'll give you a brief explanation. Um, New York, instead of opening up all at once, they're going to open by region if they hit these seven criterias. Um, and where Patch and I live, they've only hit like five of them. So that's going to be, um, that's going to be a while. Um, it's going to be a while before, like I say, I, I think that regions didn't meet the criteria as of yesterday are stuck in the self-quarantine or social distance till 13th. And then they get reevaluated at June 13th. If if like I, I think it was like Western, the Western part of New York, I think they met the criteria. They were allowed to open up. As well, but well, well, Buffalo area is still is still not ready. But like Central New York, I'll try I think it's ready. Um, okay. Mohawk Valley, guys, just north of you, I think, right? You guys. Yeah, are uh, I, I, maybe the Capital Region was allowed to. Yeah. Um. Here's what I say. Um. Here's what I say. Um. When it comes to, but dang it, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, okay, the reopening is, but if you said June 13th, I heard May 28th, I'm hearing two different things, but if a region hits any of those criteria before those dates, the region can start reopening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because that's what's going on here and we're, and you know, if, Baseball does come back, it would be great. But, you know, we, we, we got to wait. And, yeah. and like, rather be, rather wait and safe than open up too early and be sorry. Yeah, you've been seeing it. Uh, other regions of the countries are reopening and everyone's mass fogging. What's happening? Cases are going back up. What happens? They go back down. They're shut down again. Started on that. We'll be here all day, all night, all day, and all night. Not a political um, podcast, but like, like, but back on baseball. It's yeah, just, thank you. But I just want to say the final thing before we go back to baseball is, listen, it's taken slow here, but you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather it go slow and we do this right than come out of the gate like racehorses, mm -hmm. and then it's going to be a disaster. And like, listen, if I have to stay home for a few more weeks and watch Netflix or go out and walk or do something, then you know what? I'd rather do that than go out and risk my life. You know, to be honest with you, like I've been enjoying a lot of my quarantine streams. You know, I have Disney Plus, so I've been watching, I've been acting like a kid watching old Disney Channel shows, you know. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I've been watching 30 for 30s and I've been watching documentaries on the WWE network to pass the time when I'm home. And then a lot of Grand Theft Auto with my friends. So we, we can pass the time without baseball. Yeah, but also I've been, you know, I've been also going out doing walks because there's only so much TV I can watch in a dry, because if you, you guys have known me for a long time now and you know uh, I cannot sit still. Right. I rem remember in like the, back when we were at the old studio, I'd be like, moving around when we were doing the show. But those were the days. Yeah, no, my legs would be like shaking underneath because I had to get up and do something. But um yeah. 
I think I may or may not have ADHD that has been unconfirmed. Um, but getting back to baseball, sorry, we went off on a tangent about our personal lives. Um, yeah, who cares? It's our podcast. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. Am I right? You can listen to it or you can skip over. We still like you though. We still love you guys, but moving on. But going back to baseball, it's like, the thing is, you gotta, you gotta see where everybody is though. Because, and when you brought up the other regions where, in case, where cases are spiking, because if you have teams that are playing in that region, like even though there's going to be no fans, you still got to be concerned about that. That more death per capita. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of cases, a lot of issues. If it's they can just get too much everything going on. Everything out. If they can figure out how to work everything out, then we'll get behind it. But you know what? Best case scenario, maybe it's best to just wait until next year. Agreed. If you have a major league baseball, if you have an idea to how to get everything, I want the plan on my desk next Monday morning. No, we don't want no, we don't want that, Bill, because then you're gonna leak stuff. And I don't even have a desk, so <laughs> I should go buy one now. Um don't mind me making noise. I had to get up for a second. Ah, that's okay. You got to do what you got to do. I had to. Uh, I thought my I thought my central air wasn't on because it got warm in my house, but it actually is on. So yeah. now I got to replug my laptop back in. But anyway, um, with base, not with just baseball. Did you hear in New York that the that the racehorse tracks are going to be reopening June first? Oh, that's a good thing for all those horse horse racing fans out there. Yeah. Uh, can they still make bets even though there's not going to be anyone watching? I believe so. I, I believe they can still go places and place their bets on the horses. I think you can do it online. Mm-hmm. Because I was talking to a friend the other day. Um, he was doing um, online horse racing betting on um, in the one website where he bet like from South Korea races where horse races were starting back up. But yeah, yeah, there's there's just no fans, so you can still bet on horses, right? I believe so. Yeah, because I think that where that's opening because those race tracks are owned by the state. Wow, since Major League Baseball is a private entity, they don't have they can make their autonomous decisions. I don't think they have to wait for the state, but I don't know. I'm not a legal expert. <laughs> Neither am I. Neither of us are. We don't have law degrees. We have communication degrees. Communication degrees. That's right. I have two of them. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Baseball is a wait and see game. And, um, sorry, my nose itches right now. Okay. Um, now, um, moving on. I think it's time to move on to some craziness. What do you think? Oh, well, craziness has always been in our show. Is it, but is it, is it, yeah, yeah, I guess so, but is this story really that crazy? I mean, it's, 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 um, I, I, I don't know how to put it. It's, it's a typical NFL story sometimes, we'll put it. I guess. That's a fair we'll, one. We'll put it, it's a typical NFL story that well, happens. probably as of an hour ago, and we'll get to that in a minute. It, 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 it happens every year in the league. We'll put it that way. And we're not talking about um, a marijuana suspension, which can happen now since the players voted on that, or the league as a whole voted on that. 
New York Giants um, cornerback DeAndre Baker and Seattle Seahawks cornerback Quinton Dunbar were accused of stealing thousands of dollars in cash, watches, watches, and other valuables while threatening party goers with semi-automatic weapons. Uh, it's not the first time a Giants player got in trouble with I know, that right? kind of scenario. You know, right? So they were on the run for armed robbery, and now, um, and now there's a um, new development. As of an hour ago, DeAndre Baker turned himself in. Good, not 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 good for him, but good that he's owning up and being a man and going, "Hey, here I am." Well, but here's the thing that's weird though is that he's turning himself in but his attorneys are adamant that he has enough witness testimony uh, to disprove his case to say that he didn't get he's completely innocent or at least not guilty of what he was doing you know so i mean I think he, they're still trying to prove his innocence, but I, I, not, if that's the case, I don't know why turn yourself in. It's, it's just kind of weird. Well, maybe he's just, or maybe he's just thinking, you know what? Let me go to, um, let me go to what you call it. Um, let me go turn myself in, take this to court, see what happens. I guess that's a good point. I agree. No, hey. As of right now, if it is, if he, if he turned himself in or not. No, yes, he hasn't yet. No, not yet. I haven't gotten anything about that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, the, with the Redskins. Not, oh, no, he is with the Seahawks. Well, the Seahawks. Yes, he, he just got traded. Yeah. Oh. And now I'm, but now I'm hearing that DeAndre Baker got charged with armed robbery. Oh, yeah, I, I think it was. I think he, it, it, a lot of it was like, what they like playing cards or whatever because they got into a fight with someone and they pulled out a handgun. So that's why you know they were charged with that. And of course, they were stealing the, the reports that they stole the cash and the, and the watches. So, well, yeah. little it's not breaking news, but 20 minutes ago, um, they came through my phone. Um, a Redskins wide receiver just got arrested. Oh boy, who was it? On five charges in Colorado. Hang on, now the notification just closed on my phone. I got to pull it back up. Um, yeah, but, but, uh, but in any case, Cody uh, Lattimore. Oh, okay. Oh. Got arrested on five charges in Colorado, including illegal discharge of a firearm. So it's a fun What's day. Police the firearms. It's just it's interesting. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of weirded out by this. I mean, look. Baker, he's a, he's a, he was a, was he a first round pick in 19, in 2019 for the Giants? Who, DeAndre uh, Baker? Yeah. I think he was a, I think he was a first round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he was supposed to be, I mean, I, I'm sure he was supposed to be like one of those next big corners that the Giants had. So the yeah, fact that. first round pick. Yeah. So yeah. So the fact that you know, you know, he's supposed to be taking his next step in advancing his career, and this happens. Like this, this is, is a blow. Crazy. This is a blow for the Giants. You know, the Giants are supposed to be trying to get better. They're trying to become one of the best teams in the NFL and supposed to have a good defense on the side. 
So when you have a first round pick going out and getting into legal trouble, that's not a good look for the team. It's not a good look yeah, for him we're, either, we're who's, trying, who's to be, trying to. We're trying to rebuild right now, and this crap is going right. on. And, and this is the – and they do have some possible replacements for DeAndre Baker. I'll go through this really quick. Mm-hmm. First one is Dre Kirkpatrick from the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. Who finished last season on injured reserve with a hyperextended knee and was released in March. Played 99 games and 67 starts. Darke Denard, who is another Bengal or former Bengal, um, he had reached an agreement with the Jaguars in March, so that's not going to happen. Us getting him, by the way. Brandon Carr, who has been, who's never missed a game in 12 years, and he just basically got released by the Ravens because they just they declined the option on Carr's contact track. Mm-hmm. And B.W. Webb from the um, from I don't know where that's where he's from. But, yeah, the Giants now have a very tough decision to make. They got to they gotta try to begin and rebuilding this team. Right. Uh, well, let's see, let's see what happens with this Baker case. This, you know, yeah, it's, just, it, it's a developing story, and we're going to see how it plays out. You know, hopefully, if, if it goes his way, then the, the Giants are lucky. But if, if it doesn't, then that's a major blow for the Giants because, again, they just drafted this guy. Over a year ago, and again, expected to be one of the big highlights of the defense playing corner. So the fact that you know this has to happen in such a really bad time, in such a really a time where the Giants really need to start getting the ball rolling with this new era, it's it's just tough. It's tough for a team to really reset themselves. But hopefully, hopefully the Giants make good decisions and hopefully DeAndre Baker also uh, keeps in mind that he has to make good decisions and you know I wish him I wish him all the best that's all I can really say it's, Let's see what it's a happens. situation it's a wait really tough situation it's a wait and see situation yeah when we get more information we'll talk about it it's a developing story yep so um well guys um we now have something very complicated we're going to do for all of you today uh I wouldn't say it's complicated. This list was harder than the, than the sports movie list we had to make last week. Hey, this was a good idea I came up with. I'm not saying it wasn't a good idea. I just think, dang, I'm trying to... Should, should I explain to them what, what we're going to discuss? I think you should. All right. So if any of you haven't listened to the first three episodes, go back and listen. We, we talk about the teams we root for. So quick, quick overview. Baseball, I'm a Nats fan. My two co-hosts are Yankee fans. We go into football. There's I'm a Packer fan. Bill's a Giants fan. Dan's a Jets fan. Can I just say one caveat quick? Um, for football, Giants for the NFL, Notre Dame for college. Well, we didn't I, – I, I, I said the four major sports. Oh, I, I, on the pro I, side or all, all across from college no, to – No, no, the pro side. Oh, I, I, I put Notre Dame on my list. That's fine. We can talk about it. Okay, thank you. All right. Then to go on, basketball, Knicks, all of us. 
and then hockey, uh, Winnipeg Jets fan, and then Rangers fan. So eight eight Go teams to rank. Eight eight teams to rank, but built built through a ninth one in there. But that's all right. We can talk about that too. I can talk about <laughs> the Badgers. Sorry, I got a little complaint. I got a little confused. So it's okay. We're fine. Yeah, but we can get into like the it now. Funniest thing, I was making this list yesterday, and you guys made it in like what ten minutes. I made my ten minutes this morning when I woke up when I, when I was watching TV. And and I was like, and I um was actually working on it last night, and then I forgot to save it, and I'm like, and I'm because when I turned on my computer to get ready for the show, I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to save it. You got to save it now. It's all lost. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> And, and I'm like, classic, so I had to like, literally in like five, ten minutes just jot everything down from memory. It's like, it's like working on a paper in college the night before it's due. No, that's why All I right. save every ten minutes when I was in college, or or it was on automatic save, so I didn't lose it. I remember one time. I'm sorry, I'm telling the weird college story, but I remember one time I was in a class and um, I was trying to pull out my um, flash drive from a computer. And the computer just, and the um, flash drive just went into the abyss and I couldn't find it. And I had a speech for my public speaking class that was due in like, I don't know, three or four hours. So I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and so I literally had to go run back to my dorm room, run through a flash mob of a, of a this is a true story. I swear, I am not making this up. A group of people, okay. Because we had this thing at my college called Epic Glee, which was like a glee club where they like sing and dance outside and then the TV song magic. And I literally had to run through that so I could go back to my dorm and retype the damn speech. Woo! a boy, Billy. And um, my lesson is, guys, uh, make sure you save it on more than one flash drive. Yep. Or if you're doing impromptu stuff like sports, just make oh, it just up in. Or just do Two it in seconds. Google. Or just do it in Google Docs because Google, Google Docs saves. Google, Google it, it's a great, it's a great feature. Google Docs they have. Love Google Docs. Saves right oh. away if my internet decides to bug out on me. And I, yeah. I did good on that speech. I think I got like an A or B on it. So who says you can't get good grades when you, when you, when you do, when you crank shit out the last minute? <laughs> I wrote a paper on three quotes and got an A. So. Remember, kids, that's what you should do. And actually, kids, remember, save your – do not just save on one platform. Save on the docs, save on a flash drive, and save on more than one flash drive. That's my lesson for today. And if your computer has it, save on a floppy disk. If you, oh, if you know what that goodness. is. Oh, my goodness. Those oh. still exist? <laughs> you never know. My, my, my old 97 desktop still has a floppy disk drive. <laughs> oh, yes, I, guys. For those for our younger viewers, yes, we're that old. I'm not that old. It's just we know what a floppy disk is. Still, though, we're <laughs> that old to know what it is. Exactly. I don't well, think these this generation knows what a. <laughs> I don't mean like our like you not like. Yeah. Well, we never know who's listening. Maybe a lot of millennials or Gen Xers or. Hopefully, but yeah. any of you yeah. Gen Y or Gen Zers, you guys don't know what that is. Give it twenty years, the floppy disk will make a comeback, and it'll be a gigabyte floppy disk. Hey, vinyl records made a comeback, so why don't vinyl is still going strong to this day? I got okay. a vinyl record player. Okay, I think we should. Get, I think we should get back down to business. So, um, anyway, um, Patch, 
we were ranking the teams, you were saying? So, yeah. So, we ranked the teams of the least likely to win the championship next, their, their respective championship next, to who's going to win it next. So, okay. it, and so, we want to give you guys a fair warning. This is not a perfect list. I might be wrong. We I might think be mine's wrong. pretty accurate. Who knows? We might be wrong. But you know what? It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going crazy, but. Yeah. All uh, right, Patchman, I think uh, you should start first since it was your idea. All right, since it was my idea, this was an interesting thing. I'm going to start off number eight, the New York Knicks. <laughs> Last championship they won, 1973. Oh, it's, they, it seems they're always in a rebuilding phase every year. So I'm going to give them next, next time win championship, 15 years. It's a long time. I don't know, I don't know if I can wait 15 years. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while because it's, I just don't see it happening in the next five. Yeah, by, by then they might be in New Jersey. So it's like, oh. Let's hope not. <laughs> the New Jersey they, basketball team again. Yeah, well, they should have never lost their team. But then the Barclays Center got built. Yep. All right, so coming in at number seven, I got the New York Jets. Last time they won championship, 1968, Super Bowl III. Um, another thing, there, it seems that they're sometimes uh, injury-stricken. They, I hope, I, hopefully I'm wrong with this, but they finally think got a good quarterback. But I still see them far up from winning a championship, so I gave them the next, uh, next 10 years to win a championship. I know it's, it, 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 I could be wrong on this one, but that's why they're down on the list. Number six, you got the Giants, New York Giants. Last time they won a championship was 2011. Also, I gave them another yep. 10 years. It seems they, they need a couple, I think, a couple more key pieces. Hopefully their new coach works out. But once again, another 10 years. Give them 10, maybe in the next 10 years they'll win one. Number five, I got Winnipeg Jets. Never won championship. They made Western Conference Finals against the Golden Knights in 2017. They lost that series four games to two. I also gave them another, I gave them another 10 years before they win a championship. Number four, I got Green Bay. You know, past couple of years, they haven't had good wide receivers or once again, Aaron Rodgers goes down with an injury. And those key pieces are not there. You know, Matt LaFleur came in this year. They had a great first year. Made it to the NFC, Champ NFC Championship game. Lost to 49ers. But they need to figure a few more things out. I gave them seven years in that, in that time frame. Coming in at number three, I got Washington Nationals coming off World Series this year. And I'm going to go uh, interesting theory. So I'm going to go the San Francisco Giants theory on this. I think maybe in every other thing before they figure things out. Number two, I got the Rangers. 1994 was their last championship. They had a hey, they had a Stanley Cup Finals appearance a couple years ago. I gave them five years before they win it. Come in number one. It pains me to say this, but I'm giving the Yankees the next next time they win a championship. How many years you said? 2009 was their last uh, World Series. I think they get number 28 the next three years. Okay. 
Did that hurt to say, Patchy? I feel, you know. Of course, I want my teams to win the championship (laughs) next. But realistically speaking, the Yankees are next. Out of our group of teams we root for, are going to win it. Are going to win the pennant next. Give them three years. If not, I, I, I would have believed this year they would have won it all. The season wasn't put on hold due to COVID. Okay. Um, my list or? Sure, you can go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, Patrick, you're going to laugh because some of my list is What'd you say, Bill? You broke up a little bit. Some of my list is eerily similar to yours. Oh, boy. Um, okay. My number eight is the New York Knicks. It, it, it's yeah, awesome. give it like 10, 15 years. And that's being generous. It's, um, it's like if you heard, if you missed this joke last week, I'll say it again. It's like that family guy joke with the first pitch. It's like, I don't want you to call it, at, um, the garden's like, open at night and here's the first tip. And the season's over. I think we can usually agree the season's over by what, Thanksgiving. Um, Depends. Last year by Christmas, but whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, the Knicks, yeah, I have no hope for them. Coming in at number seven, Reggie, I am so, so sorry. The Jets. Don't be. <laughs> Adam Gase needs to be fired. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, Bring back Rex Ryan. And I love Rexy back. And damn, Sexy Rexy is coming back. To be healthy. And yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 years, maybe. I don't know because they haven't, you guys haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years. Mm-hmm. But remember what my cousin Brian said, Reg. You guys have a better Super Bowl winning percentage than the Giants. At most percentage than most teams, they're a thousand percent. Sorry, I, I I crack myself up every time with that. Um, n- coming in um, next, um, the Winnipeg Jets. That's all right. Western Conference Finals two years ago. Um, to be honest, I don't know what time. Like, I think they were on. I think they had a wild card spot in this year in the NHL before. But um, I got a question. Who's vacuuming right now? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Probably, probably somewhere in, in my sister's house. That's all right. I just I just wondered because it's just weird hearing the vacuum go every minute. But it's all right. Continue, Bill. Okay, so coming in next is my New York Giants because, and I'll give it like a, a good five to ten years because like here's a things that have to go on. We got to mold Daniel Jones into a, um, whatchamacallit, into a franchise quarterback. And I like Daniel Jones. I do. I like him too, personally. I think he's a good fit for the Giants. Yeah, but we got we to gotta, we gotta mold him, and he's got some big shoes to fill. Semi-big shoes. Well, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP. That's a hot take for a different day. Okay, um... So, the coach has got to fit in, too, because I feel like the Giants are getting a new coach every five minutes. Because they're not that good, Bill. I know. 
and we got to see if Judge and if Joe Judge and Daniel Jones are going to, you know, click. I think they'll click because because uh, we because you know with the four Super Bowls the Giants have won, Bill Parcells and Phil Simms clicked nice. Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning clicked nice. Like I say, it's going to be interesting first year because the Giants do have a pretty hard schedule. So I'll be honest, I have like little to no expectations right now. So well, we'll see. But continue your list. Okay. Um, the next one on my the next one is the New York Rangers because they were starting to they were starting to you know um build a little more before the season got clocked. Um, I would say maybe in another five years they could win a um, championship. But, again, this is not a perfect prediction. I might have less or more in some of these rankings. I just, you know. And the next one is my Notre Dame fight in Irish. All right. Um, I think the program has been developing nicely at the uh, University of Notre Dame. But the problem is they got to try to adjust to stronger schedules to play in stronger teams. Also, to go off that, I think they need to expand the college playoff a little bit. Really? How so? Just expand a little bit. It's fun seeing, you know, four teams play. I say let's go to eight. Because, you know, we, we had that interesting development, uh, not development, interesting outcome a couple years ago with Penn State being left out, I believe. got They had a great season, and then they got robbed of making the college playoff. Like, Notre Dame can play, but I think the reason why they're getting their asses kicked by all these bigger teams is because, they, you know, by teams from, like, the SEC, but they don't play these guys normally. If that makes sense. All right. So... I'm sorry if that sounded clunky, but yeah, Notre Dame. I think maybe within another five or ten years they can win the national championship. I'm hoping. All right, what are you up to? Number what? Um, four. Number four. All right. All right, Patsy, you're either gonna love me or hate me for these next. Actually, no, number three. Next two, you're either gonna love me or hate me. That's fine. I'm, I I love you regardless. Aw, thanks. Um, the Washington Nationals. Coming in next because I think you know what you said earlier. I didn't think about this until you said it. Like maybe they can affect and win like every other year. I can see it happening. Like I, it, it could be the San Francisco Giants effect. You know, hey, okay, they don't, they don't do well this year. Next year, hey, it's one of those magic runs again where it happens. Brad, you have anything to say about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting i like it leaving you out a lot of this i apologize oh it's it's fine it's fine i'm just thinking a lot i'm thinking about a lot because like you know my list has changed ever since you guys started so it's like i don't want to put these teams (laughs) all right bill keep going so next is the is green bay because i think you know how they have made in their last two off Last play, two playoff appearances, champion, conference championship appearances. I think that is a. I think they can win another championship within five years. But you also got to put this factor in. 
Aaron Rodgers is getting up there in age. Yes, he is. And I have this strange theory that the next time he wins a Super Bowl, he's going to do the Peyton Manning and ride off into the sunset. Yeah, and then um, they're going to have to train. What's that, the, um, the kid they just drafted? Jordan Love. They're going to have to start. Took me a minute. I'd, I'd, I'd think for a second. Because, you know, like what I say with the Giants, and they're going to have to start training Jordan Love to be a franchise quarterback. They got to start prepping for the post-Aaron Rodgers era. And my number one, I, we have the same number one, my New York Yankees. Because we just got Garrett Cole. That means nothing, in my opinion, but continue. One of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. I know you guys beat him. Um, we got the bats. We got Judge. We got Gio. We got LeMayu. But they all got to be healthy, too. Absolutely, that is a valid concern. They all got to that's be healthy. The, that's the one thing that stops the Yankees. If their hitters go down, then it's, it's, they're not that good. Done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, pitching ruined them last season because their hitting was fine. Until the, of course, that's until the uh, the ALCS. But their pitching was a strong suit. But then they didn't have a true starter to get them to at least five or a quality start, which is six innings and three or less runs. That just wasn't the case. So it's hitting's got to come alive. Pitching's got to come alive too. Absolutely, absolutely. So I will say maybe two or three years, maybe sooner. I don't know. And, but you know what? I'm going to say this thing, and Yankee fans will agree with me on this one. The last two LCS championships should be null and void. Because there is straight up evidence that the Astros cheated. And don't get me started on that. We'll be here all night. <laughs> null and void. But it's, the, but it's the truth. But hey, we can talk about that another time. No matter how many times the Astros are just going to deny it, it happens. It, it, no, in void. I'm I, sorry. I had to. I, that that was very cathartic, though. I, I don't think we're going to take away the championship. Yankee fans, fans will complain about anything. I like it. But there was. Yes, there, okay. Legit evidence. You can't change the past. You're right, but just put an asterisk next to the title. Put an put, you can put an asterisk next to the title. That's about it. It's not saying we're stripping the Astros. Hey, the Dodgers get this World Series because then you then you give the Dodgers an asterisk for winning the pennant. Okay, point or, or the, or, I mean, or I mean the World Series. So okay, so Reggie, my dear friend, you have all right. Your turn. Okay, well, uh, my this is probably a little just a tad different. Okay. Number eight, coming in number eight. Uh, you guys put the Jets at seven. Well, they're last. And the reason why is because of the stigma. The same old Jets. They stink. They have terrible management. I hope that's going to change with Joe Douglas. Uh, but, again, I have to wait and see how that goes. But, you know, just mm, – mm, at the very best, mediocrity over the years. And it's just it's just tiring. And you know what? I, I am not confident that anytime soon they're going to be a good team. So I'm going to actually say that they are number eight. Number seven is the New York Knicks. And here's why. I think the New York Knicks, they're young. They're in a rebuilding stage. I love 
that they picked R.J. Barrett. Now, obviously, would have won Zion Williamson, but that was not the case. So we no, got no. R.J. Barrett. The, the Knicks wanted Zion so bad, and the NBA yeah, draft. And you, and you know what? And you know what? They, I think they're really counting on Zion as like that centerpiece for the free agents that they didn't end up getting. But okay, it is what it is. But you know, R.J. Barrett's a stud. I love him. He's, you know, he's before this season was suspended, he was getting into a groove. I feel like he was starting to, you know, find his form a little bit. You start started to see a little more consistency with his play. I think he's adjusted very well to the NBA. It's not easy for rookies to adjust very well to the NBA. So the fact that uh, uh, R.J. Barrett has is starting to get to get into rhythm. Mitchell Robinson's also another one. And they got they had a really good young core. They just need some really good, nice players, uh, star players to fill in their void. So I think they're going to be a little higher on that list in the next championships. Um, then I have the Giants at six. Only okay. because and I know I know you got me a little higher. I mean, I know I think Patsy around the same area. I, I I I had them six like you. I yes. had them at like well okay because I did nine teams. I had them at. I gotta look at my list again. Yeah, I mean around the six. Yeah, around the same time. Yeah, yeah. I mean the same thing, you know. But I just think that the coaching is better. I think the Giants have a better plan. I think Daniel Jones is better than a lot of people expected, other than that, I thought at least. So, and I'm, I'm sold on him. I'm sold on him. I'm starting to come around to Joe Judge. No, because a lot of Giant fans were pissed off at Daniel Jones when they first drafted him. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's not, it's not exactly a beautiful name. You know, you, you, have, a, you have a quarterback coming from Duke. You know, it's not. Bigger basketball school. And, and, he's, and he wasn't that good anyway. So, I, coming out, at least coming out, uh, he wasn't, like, rated pretty well. So the fact that he's pretty much proven a lot of us wrong, hey, that's a that's a only that's the only fitting that, you know, maybe he should be higher up on that list. And I think the Giants will be uh closer to winning championship than my New York Jets, which is a shame because uh you know the Jets I, I felt like they were on a roll, but they're not. Then number five, that's the New York Rangers. Again, they're a great young team. I love Igor Shesterkin. You know, him coming in and becoming the number one starter over our homeboy, Henrik Lundqvist. You know, it's been hard to watch it, but it's been so refreshing to see a young piece to that puzzle. And he has been phenomenal. so I can't wait to see that happen. And besides that, the Rangers were on a roll. You it saw the Rangers roll. before everything stopped. The Rangers were awesome. That's a team that you watch every night. You were expecting wins. You were expecting them to play well. So you know what? I'm going to have the Rangers higher up on that list. And you know who else I have higher up on that list? The Winnipeg Jets. Because anything could happen in the Stanley Cup playoff. I agree. You know, you can you well, had you had an eight seated LA Kings team in twenty twelve coming out and winning a championship. Eight seed. Well, hey, being who, the, pres- who? the president trophy winners in their first series, in the first round, and they went out to win the Stanley Cup. 
anything could happen in the Stanley Cup. Well, who, well, I who love the Winnipeg Jets. I love, who would have thought Vegas would have made the Stanley Cup Finals? That's my point. Absolutely. In their first season. I mean, granted, Vegas was loaded, but, you know, Vegas, you know, you don't expect a, a new team. A first like season new team. Yeah. I can't see what the Seattle team does. Oh, my God. That will be great if that happens. All right. Continue your list, my friend. Okay. Then oh, I, got, I got Patsy's uh, Packers because of one man, Aaron MFing Rodgers. As, period. 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 As Stephen, as Stephen A. Smith says, he's a bad man. There's nothing. I agree with Stephen A. Smith. There is nothing more complete about that team than that man, Aaron Rodgers. He makes that team so much better. You saw how the Packers played without Aaron Rodgers. They were a completely different team. This was not that long ago, where Rodgers was out for the season, and they were awful. I, Aaron Rodgers makes that team so he's much better. The team. He is the, the Packers. The best quarter backup quarterback he had was Matt Flynn. And Matt Flynn went to Seattle. We know what happened there. Right. Matt Flynn should have asked for his release and came back to Green Bay. Because to me, he was that missing he was that backup piece that Rodgers needed if he went down. And we Absolutely. and we've seen him because Matt Flynn went off the first game he played, six touchdowns. Right. There's that and missing he was that missing piece. Exactly. And, and he, you know, I just hope that, you know, obviously they came short last year in the playoffs, but who knows? And then you have number two, you have the Washington Nationals. Uh, you know, I, I think I, I think I might have been disrespecting the Nationals a little bit, putting them at number two. But they're a great team. They're a fun team oh, to watch. Absolutely. They play well. They play the game right. Because, um, you know, the Astros had a loaded team. Nationals, they were like, eh, you know, they're, they're not a team that you expected to, especially after the beginning of the season in May. You didn't expect the Astros to win a division and go to the World Series, but they did that. So, you know, they're a fun team. They play it right. I love the manager. I think that with Strasburg and his new contract, and then you have Scherzer, I think that's a very, very, they're in a very good window to repeat again. And if not repeat, definitely win another one in, uh, soon. Pretty was soon. And I really hope for that, Patchy. You're going to get into the parade and are a true celebration. Hey, I, I, Start I, the I'll season. I, I love that um, young stud, too, that we have, Mr. Juan. Oh, yes. Oh, Juan, Juan Soto. He, he, Juan Soto. He's, he's another one. He's another one. Hey, Pat, when the Nats won the World Series, I thought you were going to be going down to Washington for the parade. I thought about it, but I went to work instead and got money. I, I made money, but I got off at noon at the bowling alley, and I sat in the bar, had a few beers, and I watched the parade on the TV. I just, sat in the, and I just sat in the bar and watched the parade. Yeah. I just, and I loved every minute of it. It was amazing. Number one, I think we're all in a very much of a consensus here. It's yes, we are. Yankees. And the reason being, best team in baseball, by far. They have the number one pitcher. They have the number one lineup. This team up and down is great. 
I still have concerns about Aaron Boone, but that doesn't matter. The Yankees still win buttloaded games. I think that the Yankees are right there. If they can figure out the rest of that pitching staff, if they can figure out the lineup, which they, I think they will, um, it's going to be harder. If they have baseball this year, it's going to be a little harder but because, you know, you got to adjust to new things. Much harder season. Exactly. But I really believe this Yankee team, if they, if this team does not win a championship in within the next four years, then it's a, dis, it's a disappointment. It's a disgrace. <laughs> and you know what? I think that, I think that it will be an absolute embarrassment for Aaron Boone because Aaron Boone has had multiple, multiple champs to get this team that won over 100 games to get to the World Series. It's embarrassing. Oh, it's embarrassing as hell. Definitely is. But... So I, have, I have my concerns, but I'm very optimistic that out of all the teams, they'll be the first. Oh, me too. Me too. And I, I know have... with Patchy, it's really hard to say that. He's probably like... No, I, as, as soon as I came with the idea, I was like, Yankees are first on this. Yankees have the best team. So it's not like when you were writing the list, you're like, no, I wasn't drinking. No, I was like, I'm, I'm, I got to put the Yankees first. And anyone else that would be in my situation maybe would put the Yankees first next to win unless they – I could have said, hey, Nationals are going back-to-back. No, they're not. Nationals, I would love for them to go back-to-back, but realistically speaking, Yankees are next to win a championship. No, like absolutely. And trust me, I think why making this list is kind of difficult is because sometimes even if you're a fan of a team, you got to kind of like put your fandom aside – Right. And be objective. Mm-hmm. You got you to play neutral. You got to play neutral. And, like, yeah. you know, I could have just said, okay, Yankees are going to win the World Series the next time they play baseball. Next time they play football, Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Notre Dame's going to win the National Championship. Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh, that would be, like, a beautiful year for me. Oh, that would be a beautiful year for you. It won't be for me. Well, be for well, 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 if you think about it, a, a good year for me, too, because the Rangers and the Yankees. Not the Jets or the Knicks. The Jets and the Knicks. <laughs> I guarantee you, the next, if the Jets win a Super Bowl, Reggie's going to be jumping up and down. Oh, you're talking it's either, that, it's either that or New York City's burning down. Are you kidding me? You're talking Canyon and Heroes? That's going to be jam-packed with Jet fans. And then if you want an even bigger celebration... The Knicks winning a championship? Are you kidding me? Oh, this city won't city even be might. proud. It'll be a month-long celebration, and the city is going to – you think the Jets are going to burn down the city? I think the Knicks will absolutely devastate the city with a championship parade. It'll be a sea of orange and blue. Oh, my God. And literally orange. Literally. Literal, literal orange. But also if the Yankees win a World Series. You, you see how the Yankees win a World Series. Yeah, but that. the Yankees have won so many that it's not – it's a common thing. You well, know? it's been 10 years. Yeah. I would say more of the Mets. If the Mets win a World Series. I think – That's another sea of orange and blue. We'll go nuts if the Mets oh, win. If the Mets win a World Series, this city oh, will burn oh. to the ground. I, I will say mean? I was rooting for the Mets a few years ago against the Royals. In 2015? 2015, I, I, I was rooting for the Mets. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to be upset if the Mets won, but I really wanted Kansas City to. I think it, it, it's, it's a feel-good story. It's a better feel-good story for Kansas City to win 
than the I'll be honest, in 2015, because where I went to school, there's a lot of people from Long Island, and Long Island are Met fans. For the most part, yeah. And when the Mets were going to the World Series, that place was going nuts. I, I like, for at least a month, I didn't wear any of my Yankee stuff. Yeah, and the Mets, because us Yankee fans, because the Red Sox fan. Yeah, because us Yankee fans were threatened by the Mets. We're threatened by the Mets. That's how it is. But I did put on my Facebook when people said, "Hey, we know you're a Yankee fan. Are you rooting for the match of the Royals?" Well, I'll root for the match. Like, listen, like, here's something contrary to popular belief. With Yankee fans, well, me, and I'm sure, Red, you're the same way. Um, we, I don't hate the Mets. Yeah, I go to Met games that year for the Mets. Like, Put it this way. If the Yankees are out in the Mets from the World Series, I'll root for the Mets. I'll Think about it. At the end of the day, New Yorkers always come together. I'm Put not this way. walking around with a Met World Series championship shirt on, but I'll root no. for them. But Put it this way. If, if, if the same rank has a chance to win a championship, Yankees are in the World Series. Mets are not. Let's go Yankees. New York comes together. Jets make the Super Bowl. Giants are not in it. Everyone goes on the Jets. because I hope they do. No, because if the Jets are in the Super Bowl, I will absolutely root for them. Just think about it. New Yorkers, end of the day, they come together. I'm sure every Met fan in 2001 was pulling for the Yankees to win it because of what happened in that year. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Of course. Any of the – any of the day, New Yorkers come together. I think Adam Sandler put it the uh, put it right in the I think it was twelve 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 concert because we're New Yorkers. Yeah, but you know what? You got to put it this way. Have you ever noticed this? I think there are more Met fans that hate the Yankees than Yankee fans who hate the Mets. I well, could see that. Yeah, I could see that too because Mets see the success of the New York Yankees. And they look at uh, and they look at their success, two championships. Because I feel like with the Yankees and the Mets, the Yankees are sort of like that. You know, when you have like um, you have two siblings, the sibling who like is like the sibling who's doing great in life. You know, has a great job, making a shit ton of money, and the other sibling is basically a you know a loser. And it's feel like New York is the parent saying, why can't you be more like your older brother who's doing much better? <laughs> That's why I'm an only child. Well, for those who don't know, I have, a, I have a brother. Reg has two siblings, so. One of them a twin. Yep. Oh, my God. And Patchy's an only child. How's that? <laughs> so only, even this, he's probably like. There's only one Patchy. Even this, he's probably like, thank God I don't have to be in that situation. <laughs> There's no little patchy. There's no big patchy. There's just patchy. There's parent patchy and mama patchy, but there's just patchy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So yeah, like that list was fun to make, but it wasn't. But it was. I'll be honest. Mentally, it was kind of because again, you got to put your fandom aside and be objective. Exactly. Well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll give you two a better homework assignment for next week's show. Okay. Well, I have an idea for right. next week, but um, we could talk about it off camera. What? I do have an idea for next week, but if we could talk about well, it off camera. Well, uh, well, we'll talk yours off camera. I'll give you both a homework assignment and the listeners so they can get theirs ready. Okay. For next week's assignment, I want you guys to pick your walk-up music for a batting. And if you're coming out as a closer, what's your outro song? Okay. That's your homework for next week. All right. Okay, that's... I could do that. That's pretty good. And there's a um, part two I'm thinking about that assignment. But um, like I said, there's another thing I've been thinking about, which 
is an off-camera discussion. Yep. And also, come you can have two walk-up songs. So you got your first walk-up song, and you got your alternative walk-up song for later in the game. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so pick three songs. Your, your two walk-up songs and your outro song as a closer. Three so you songs. Got three, three songs. Okay. That sounds... Yeah, that, that could be interesting. And like I said, we'll put polls on Facebook and Twitter, and we want to hear what you guys think. And also, I have an idea, too. Let's put our poll up from today. Who... Whose list do you think is most accurate? Oh, we have a lot of polls to put up now. <laughs> well, hey, we, we, we want to engage the listeners. We want to hear from the listeners. We're trying to build our brand, as they say. Yeah, we'll, yeah we're going to put the polls up. And um, like I said, guys, even though we're in the studio computer talking, you're, part, you're as much as part of the show as we are. Absolutely. You are much as part of the show as we are. Yep. You can always comment below. You also like and subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe, because like I said- I suggest if you want personally, if you want to be a part of the show, we have open doors. We, we welcome everyone. Just, just like I had Eric Franklin Ford last week. He messaged me saying, hey, can I be on the show? I'm like, of course. Yeah. We, we have an open door policy. We, we don't judge anyone. We welcome everybody. The more the merrier. Ex the only people we judge are- um, hmm. Let's think of a sport, people. Croquet, yes. If whoa, whoa. Hey, I will watch Croquet if it's on. It's something to watch. Okay, I take that back. I've been watching Cornhole before we started our episode recording. You do that every week before we start recording. Because it's on. Because it's yeah. on. That's why. You got to watch something. Look, something. I'm, I'm, taking a, I'm taking a huge break with sports, but I'm watching something, you know? I, I think at 5 o'clock, ESPN2 has the Madden tournament on. I'll be watching awesome. that probably. That's dope. I like that. And you know what? I got to give credit to ESPN. At least they're trying to do something to, you know. ESPN did great. They, they did the show season with all the MLB play, one represented from each team. Blake Snell won the championship. So he got a cool gift from Sony and MLB. So listen, tomorrow if they came out putting curling on, I'm watching it. Who doesn't we like know it? you love curling, Pat. Curling is an amazing sport to watch. Don't get me wrong. It's harder than you think. <laughs> like the family guy joke. Well, um, why don't you come back and come back with us and watch the big curling match? Hey, the Simpsons did a thing about curling and yeah, Margin Homer. Margin Homer won the gold medal. I saw with, that. Marge won with a broken freaking hand. And that should have been the series finale too. But that's another conversation. Simpsons should have died seven years ago. That's a different case. Oh my God, that show... I used to love like pre-movie Simpsons, but now it's just. I will say, out of, out of all this, the one show I'm looking forward to for them doing this take, South Park. Oh, me too. South Park's going to have a field day with this. The coronavirus? Oh, my God. South Park will have a field day with Corona. God. Because, uh, you know what? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry if this is irrelevant to sports. Sometimes we just, we just bullshit about random crap. Mm -hmm. but, but, but we connect the dots a little bit. But it's like with South Park, though, I feel like it's that show that can stay on as long as it can because. Think about it. They, they do a 10-week series. They do 10 episodes. They make the episode in the week. And they follow the daily. The, um, they, they follow the news weekly. Because put it this way, they had their, this is a couple of years ago when they did the GoFundMe episode. When they quit school and they got the, they, they covered the Washington Redskins. They got they got the they got the patent because the patent was dropped or the trademark, and the sole thing was RG three was 
starting that week, he got hurt. What they do? They threw the backup in and replaced RG three. That's how much South Park pays attention. And, that, and that's a subtle detail to pay attention. But if you go back and watch the, the commercial for the episode and when they play the episode, the quarterbacks are different. You, you'll notice the difference. And that's one thing I, I found hilarious that they replaced um, RG3 with the backup quarterback because he got hurt. Okay. So, like, here's the thing I think with South Park and just overall with South Park compared to the Simpsons and Family Guy. Simpsons and Family Guy just need to go off the air. I'm sorry. It's getting, it's starting to get old. American Dad's where it's at. Where it's at it's I think the American Dad is very underrated. It is not. That is a fantastic show. I don't think it's underrated. It's just on cable. It's on um, TBS. <laughs> that's, that's why. It's on cable. Yeah, but South Park, I think, can go on forever because, like you said, they pay attention. They don't just recycle the same old gags like South Park, like, South Park, like Family Guy and the Simpsons do. Well, well, South Park keeps their running gag with Kenny going. That's about it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Oh, my God. You kill Kenny. I'm not saying bastard. You never. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I think that's it for today. But before we go, I want to just give a very special shout out to the class of 2020. Absolutely. Yes. My brother was actually supposed to graduate from college this weekend. Um, Grats, bro. Um, and to everyone else out there, listen, I know this is not the commencement weekend you guys wanted. But... You guys worked really hard to get this, and no pandemic can take that away. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I say this to a lot of people, especially to my fellow Duchess Community College Falcons and my SUNY Oswego Lakers. Hey, it may not be what you wanted, but it's not about wanting a commencement ceremony. It's about what you earned, what you worked for, you know, what you bring your entire lives at this moment. The fact that you are receiving something that a lot of people don't get. So please, please just take, don't take this for granted. Okay. Still enjoy the moment. Exactly. Enjoy the moment. You, you completed something that's very hard to do. Gown. It's about knowing that, hey, you did it. And a few shout outs. I have a few shout outs to a few of my friends that are graduating. I got. My honorary sister, Jackie, graduated um, from SUNY Ulster getting nursing certificate. Nurses. We need nurses. Absolutely. We need nurses. absolutely need them. We absolutely um, need nurses. Shout out to a meme friend, um, friend, Maria. She finally finished. Yes, she did. My our good uh, friend, Maria. A very, a very long journey. I remember her struggles, but she finally graduated from Duchess. And remember, I just want to say this. If it took you a while to get your degree, it's not about how long you took. It's the fact that you get it. It's the finish exactly. line. Yeah. And sometimes the journey is more interesting than the destination. Agreed. 100%. All right, go on. And that's it. I, 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 thought I had one more, but I forgot, and I apologize. Like I said, I want to mention yeah. my brother was supposed to graduate this weekend, my brother Danny. So, bro, congratulations. Absolutely. Uh, I do have a friend. Uh, he's not here. His name is Greg. He just got his paralegal certificate. So we wish him the best. Hopefully he Absolutely. gets into. Uh, I just remember too now, mine. His, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Patsy. And uh, my friend, uh, fellow Red Fox, uh, my friend Mariah, she's graduating from Marist, becoming a physical therapist for sports. Good. 
Physical therapy, hey, still need them. That's great. Need healing, them too, so. healing a lot of injuries. And then, of course, I would, like, I would like to give a shout-out to all of my WTOP 10 toppers out there um, from uh, Oswego State. I love you guys. I, I may not know you, but I love you anyway because you're part of me, okay? We're, I'm a topper myself, so congratulations, please. Please, again, it's about the journey. You guys are going to do great things. I love I you wanna, guys. And I want to give a shout out to a special shout out to my alma mater, SUNY New Paltz Hawks. Congratulations from one hawk to the others. Once a hawk, always a hawk. Shout out to the Red Fox family. Congratulations, class of 2020. You took a four year journey. And to yes. all the adults also that are graduating. Yeah, you, you, you may have taken a long break from school but you came back and you came across the finish line you got I, have, I especially have respect for those you know who went to school dropped out and then you know they worked they got married had a family and then they decided to go back to school and I know that's you know that's probably tough that they had to go um go to work support their family and go to class I know that's I I could only imagine that's hard as hell Absolutely. And anyway, class of 2020, um, again, I know this is not what you wanted, but you know what? It matters that you got the degree. And from all of us here at the Sports Insanity Podcast, congratulations, and we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. All right. All right. Way to cap off the show. Way to cap and off the show, Bill. That was, and that was the SIP commencement address. <laughs> okay guys we hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the sports insanity podcast like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on Podbeam, and whatever else i missed we'll put descriptions in below like comment oh. subscribe on youtube like yes. comment subscribe and hit that bell thank you all i'm bill murphy i am lawrence patchman lang danny boy reginald we are all we are signing off we are that that is it for this week. Thank you guys for watching. Stay safe. We will see you next week. Take care. Peace. Bye bye.